Hello, everybody. Today is May the 1st. All right, 2021, the first day of May. And I just want to say hello. I also want to say hola, good day, guten tag, bonjour. I want to say ciao, ni hao, because I am actually being listened to in 13 countries. So outside the United States, I am listened to in Norway, Canada, Netherlands, Germany, UK, Australia, France, Spain, Italy, Philippines, Austria, and Singapore. And I do believe that's how you pronounce it when you say hello in Singapore is ni hao. And in Austria and Netherlands and Norway is Hello, I guess is how you pronounce it. H A L L O. Um, so you know, and in Australia, good day, good day, mate. I I think this is awesome. I am listened to all over the world, so I have to step up my A game. I do not want to disappoint any of my international listeners. I mean, this is amazing. So this week, the topic is. Or the title, the title of the topic, same thing, interchangeable. Food for thought. You will not be disappointed. Let's get into it. Okay, so I am your host, that vegan Jedi, live from Orlando, Florida. It is the first day of May. And this podcast, Food for Thought. And I am being quite literal. Now, think about it for a second. What is the brain made of? The brain is actually 60% fat. Yes, 60% fat. And the other 40% is literally blood, water, and gases. The human body is actually made of several gases. We don't just need oxygen. We actually do need carbon. It does play a role, but there's a balance. You can't have too much carbon and you can't have too much oxygen. We also have some hydrogen in us and we also have some boron in us and a few other gases, but those are the main ones that keep us going and the brain needs that. So 60% of the brain is fat. And the brain basically has two main areas. You have the gray matter and the white. Now, the gray is basically like the basic core of the brain, muscle function, memory, all of that kind of good stuff. The white matter is actually the myelinated axons that um, leave the brain, go down the spinal cord, and is actually what allows us to feel throughout our entire body, allows us to move, okay? So the axons, the dendrites, all of that is protected, is coated in pure fat. And that fat is white. And that is the white matter of your brain. And the gray matter is the basic brain. Now, of course, you know the purpose of the skull is to protect the brain. And the brain itself is actually in a fluid-filled sac. But there's one other thing that many people do not know, and that is the blood-brain barrier which is semi-permeable, and that simply means it is selective as to what gets in and what gets out. Now, there are two parts of the brain that are directly connected to your blood source because um, your brain 
not only produces, but regulates hormones. And so needs um, ready access to the blood. But 98% roughly of your brain is actually protected by the blood brain barrier. So there are ways to get past it. Okay. If the blood brain barrier does not want a chemical in, the chemical can still get in. It can literally force its way in. And that compromises the integrity of the BBB, the triple B, the blood brain barrier, and makes it weak. So what happens when that happens, what, what is the effect? What is the side effect of that? Memory loss, mental illness, mental disorders. Um, it will affect your circadian rhythm, which is your natural sleep-wake cycle. So you may become sleepy more often or suffer from insomnia. And that is something that many adults go through is insomnia, okay? Um, when the um, blood-brain barrier has been compromised, you are more likely to feel the effects of stress and other illnesses, and you can actually suffer from a condition known as leaky brain. Now, you may have heard of leaky gut. The same thing can actually happen to your brain, and it loses its integrity and its ability to function properly, which is very important because the brain literally tells your heart to beat, your lungs to expand and collapse. Without the brain, you are nothing. That is your CPU, your central processing unit. That is the, the motherboard, right? We need to protect the brain, and the brain does actually grow. Think about it. From the time you were you know, just, you know, a little baby inside your mom's, you know, tummy to the time that you became a full grown adult, your brain literally grow and needs growth hormones. So what does the brain actually want and need to thrive, to grow and to function at its actual best so that you do not suffer premature death and mental fatigue and all of those kinds of things, well, it needs fruit, enzymes, herbs, nuts, seeds, and good fat. Now, I am a vegan. Here's my debate. Here's my argument. Because one thing that many people will tell you is that they eat salmon loaded with omega. That is true but it's loaded with omega-6. Now, there are three types of omegas. You have your three, you have your six, and you have your nine. Now, according to the NIH, the National Institute of Health, which is a government-backed, government-run website, the NCBI, the um, WHO, World Health Organization, you need a ratio of one to one or four to one, omega-6 to omega-3. So omega-6, you can have four units for every one unit of omega-3 or one unit of omega-6 for every one unit of omega-3 or anywhere in between, 1.1, I mean one to one or four to one or in between. 
The average American, the typical American diet has a ratio of 25 to 1. That's right. For every serving, for every milligram of omega-3 consumed, 25 of omega-6 is consumed. That is way out of balance and actually causes inflammation and actually hurts the brain and actually hurts the heart and actually um, throws off your electrolytes because that's the fat soluble. The body literally needs fat, but it needs the good fat, not the bad fat, and it needs a balance. Okay, when the when a nutritionist tells you to eat a well-balanced meal, they mean that quite literally everything has to be within a normal range. If you have too much oxygen, because oxygen, you can actually set oxygen on fire. Pure oxygen is highly flammable. You cannot have too much oxygen, but you cannot have too much carbon. You cannot have too You can actually get sick off of too much vitamin C. There is a such thing as too much of a good thing. Okay, so you do need balance. So uh, picture this because I'm really good at, at, at putting pictures and imagery in your head. You go to a seafood restaurant, say like Red Lobster, right? And you get the salmon, right? The blackened salmon, right? And you're thinking this is healthy, right? And you get, say, the eight ounce. And you get hollandaise sauce, which is bad fat and very salty and sugar. And sugar actually hurts the blood-brain barrier. And you're consuming a bunch of omega-6. But where's your omega-3 coming from? Okay, because you may have eaten a little bit of the spinach, but I promise you, you only ate a little bit of the spinach. You did not eat it all. And even if you did eat it all, the amount of spinach that was served with that salmon is way out of whack. 25 to 1, the, the most Americans, when they consume their omega-3 and 6, they are consuming 25 to 1 ratio of the omega-6 to the omega-3, which literally hurts the brain and causes inflammation and forces its way through the blood-brain barrier. Medications force their way through the blood-brain barrier. Pharmaceuticals, if your doctor gives you 10 milligrams of a medication, your body will not absorb all 10 milligrams. Your body may only absorb five. The other five literally acts like a battering ram to force its way through the blood-brain barrier so that you can get the five milligrams that the doctor really wanted. And the doctor knows this. The doctor knows this. He knows or she knows in order to get five milligrams of that medication into your brain, they have to double it because half of it is going to be wasted, literally breaking through the blood brain barrier. And every time you force your way through it, you only hurt the blood brain barrier and the brain because the brain needs to be protected from toxins. Anything that isn't natural, any artificial substance can potentially hurt the brain and the brain needs to be protected because it is very very essential. So what does the brain want? What does the brain need? Well, the number one thing is something called 
resveratrol, which is R-E-S-V-E-R-A-T-O-L. And I am at a website, medicaldaily.com. Eight foods and drinks that contain resveratrol naturally. Number one on the list is red grapes. Any dark colored fruit, your cranberries, your raspberries are awesome for the brain. Now it mentions red wine. There is a problem with that. Now, many people know that red wine does have benefits, especially if you get the really good red wine that doesn't have all those extra sugars in it. It is beneficial for the heart. But the thing of it is, is alcohol is a carcinogenic and alcohol hurts the brain. So instead of consuming red wine, just consume grape juice. Just keep it within a normal amount because of the extra sugars. Peanuts, but some people have a peanut allergy. Dark chocolate, blueberries, okay, are all really great at supporting the blood-brain barrier and benefiting the brain in general, okay? You absolutely, positively need these things if you want to have all the wonderful benefits of a, 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 a lengthened lifespan. If you keep your brain healthy, and this is food for thought, literally foods that feed your brain, it will actually increase the lifespan of your brain and the lifespan of the body. And if you keep the blood-brain barrier healthy and the brain healthy, you are less likely to get type 2 diabetes, joint issues, because once again, the good fat, the axons, the dendrites that leave the brain travel down the spinal column and go throughout the whole body covered in fat, the good fat, and enzymes and nutrients that the body needs are fat soluble, which means you need lots of fat, but you need the good fat, not the bad fat. And of course, you can actually buy resveratrol in pill form, capsule form, um, at an actually good price, Walmart. If, if, if Walmart doesn't have it, you probably don't really need it. Amazon, same thing. If you can't get it on Amazon, you probably don't need it. Now, let's go over uh, a, a gambit, a, a wider list of foods that the brain needs that actually boost the function of the brain. So the first thing that they suggest is oily fish. Okay, once again, if you're consuming salmon and it lists mackerel, tuna, herring, and sardines. When people consume sardines and herring, it's probably in a, a, a saline solution High levels of salt hurts the brain, okay? And then the processing, the, 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 the preservatives and all of that hurts it. The, the toxic metals, especially in salmon, hurts you. And if you consume too much omega-6, that's going to hurt you. So let's just move down to number two on the list, dark chocolate. Contains cacao, flavonoids, a type of antioxidant that keeps the brain young and healthy, once again, berries, which improves the communication between the brain cells, reduces inflammation, not just in the brain, but throughout the entire body. 
and it increases plasticity, which helps the brain cells form new connections. Okay, so when you're trying to memorize something, you actually need more brain cells and more connections. Okay, now let's talk about mass for a second because we obviously do not have the biggest brain in the world. There are animals out there, especially whales, that have a bigger brain, but we actually have more brain cells, more neurons than anything else. And these brain cells, these neurons, the, and the connections is what allows us to be able to think on a much higher level. So how do you get new cells and new connections? That's right. Berries, dark chocolate, certain nuts and seeds is how you're going to do that. Sunflower seeds, almonds, and hazelnuts loaded with vitamin E. The brain requires that it's actually needed. The brain needs it. Whole grains, brown rice, not white rice, because white rice, they have to strip the whole off. Okay, and let me just do a side note. If you're eating anything and the label reads enriched, that means all the nutrients were stripped out when the food was being processed and it was completely void or almost completely void of nutrients. So they had to put the nutrients back in artificially. That is when a food is enriched. Now, if a food is fortified, that's good. That means the nutrients were still there, but they added more nutrients to make it more nutrient dense to make it healthier. So when you are eating white rice, it will read enriched. That means they took the whole off, which is either going to be black, brown, or red, making it white, and they lost the nutrients and then had to add it back. Barley, bulgur wheat, oatmeal, especially the steel cut, whole grain bread, and whole grain pasta, and coffee. But don't put dairy in it. Don't put milk in it, okay? That's a bad protein. That's a bad fat it is a carcinogenic. It will mess with your lungs, your breathing. If you drink coffee black, no sugar, no milk, no cream, that is awesome for you, okay? Because it keeps you alert and it actually increases the brain's capacity for processing information. So if you wake up in the morning and you have yourself a bowl of oatmeal, non-dairy milk, chase it down with a black coffee, that might sound gross to some people, but wow, you will be helping because coffee prevents cognitive decline. Drinking coffee, especially black, helps prevent stroke, helps prevent Parkinson's disease, helps prevent Alzheimer, okay, any disease, any disorder of the brain can be put off or prevented altogether by what you eat, food for thought, okay, avocados, almonds, cashews, flax seeds, chia seeds, flax seed, first of all, is an awesome source of omega-3, so are chia seeds, but chia seeds also have iron, magnesium, Potassium is a complete protein loaded with fiber. Soybeans, sunflowers, 
in canola oils, but consume it in small amounts. Walnuts, Brazil nuts, and then, of course, on the list, at the very bottom of that is fish. Once again, you know how I feel about that. And broccoli. Brussels sprouts, bok choy, cabbage, cauliflower, turnips, kale, and soy products. All of these things literally boost the brain. You need healthy fats, omega fatty acids. You need your B vitamins. You need your flavonoids. You need your phenols. Okay, don't eat too much or not too little. Keep it balanced. Get good sleep. Stay hydrated. Okay, a lot of people drink sodas and juice and energy drinks throughout the day. The brain is 40% blood, water, and gas. Water. Keep the brain hydrated because, once again, the brain is in a fluid-filled sac. So you need to stay hydrated. You need to drink plenty of water and help reduce stress. You can do anything listening to good music, uh, stretching, yoga, meditation, whatever is your thing and reduce or eliminate your consumption of alcohol and this will keep your brain young, okay? Because once you compromise the blood-brain barrier, you can repair it. You can fix it. But the thing of it is, is most people that have a bad diet, it stays bad. And if they do make changes, the changes aren't necessarily that much better. You know, someone will say, hey, I went to um, a restaurant and I had a chicken sandwich and a Coke. And someone will think that that's bad because the chicken breast was dipped in batter and fried and it was a, a, a regular soda, not diet. So then they'll say, well, I had a better thing. I had grilled chicken. Okay, it's still chicken. It still has bad fat. Now you just have less of it, but you still have bad fat. You, you're still consuming a dead animal. doesn't matter if it's fried or grilled. Barbecue, steamed, it's still the same. Okay? The brain needs to be protected from toxins and bacteria and inflammation. Because these things literally hurt the brain, cause it to age very fast, and opens you up to all kinds of illnesses. And you see a lot of older people succumbing to Alzheimer and dementia. This is not seen in the vegan community because vegans consume all the things necessary for a healthy brain. And it also helps not control just your ability to remember and to recall, but your emotions. Okay, a healthy brain will go through fewer negative emotions, more positive emotions. And when a negative emotion occurs, when something bad happens, a healthy brain can actually get over it quicker than an unhealthy brain. Now, let me throw a couple of facts at you. I am now at medicalnewstoday.com. Even though the brain only makes up 2% of your body mass, 2% of your body mass, it actually requires 25% of 
all your energy. So when you consume food because you need energy so that you can get through the day and do what you need to do, that cup of coffee that you're drinking because you need to wake up and you need energy so you can go to work, be a part of the rat race. You know what I'm saying? Go out there and earn that money to bring home to your family. 25% of it is going to your brain. And here's another thing that I'm learning. Medical news today, your brain actually uses more energy when it's resting. When you're asleep, when you're not doing anything whatsoever, you're not reading a book, you're not studying for an exam, you're not playing a game of chess with your best friend from Russia who has not lost a match in five years, your brain uses a lot of energy because it's doing a lot of thinking. But when you're not using your brain, when, you, when your brain is at rest, is when your brain uses the most energy and actually creates more sales, more connections, processes things. Like, for instance, this has probably happened to everyone, if not everyone, almost everyone, where someone told you a joke on Monday and you really didn't get it. And they told it again and again, and you just didn't get the joke. And this is Monday. And next thing you know, it's Thursday night, and you start laughing because now you finally get the joke. Your brain was working on that all day Monday, all day Tuesday, all day Wednesday. The brain was working on it. Come Thursday night, the brain finally put it together. Well, the healthier your brain, the quicker that happens. You know, a healthier brain would have figured it out by Wednesday. An even healthier brain would have figured it out on Tuesday. And an even healthier brain would have figured it out instantly and went, oh, my God, that is funny, and laughed. Okay? So 25% of your caloric intake is going straight to fuel the brain. Okay? And your brain starts to shrink as you get older, you see your grandparents and every year you see them, your grandparents seem a little smaller, a little shorter because the cartilage between the bones is starting to shrink and they seem to get shorter and someone can go from 5'5 five, five to 5'4 five, and a half, 5'4, lose a whole, you know, inch, two, three inches or more. The brain actually shrinks too. You start to lose neurons. The frontal lobe and the hippocampus, which are two key brain regions in regulating cognitive process, including memory and recall, really starts to shrink, especially between the ages of 60 and 70. But if you give your brain all the good stuff that it needs, you actually slow that down or you can stop it. I don't know how long because most humans don't make it, you know, past say like 110, 120. We seem to have a cap on us as far as longevity. Not too many people are even making it to 110, 115, although it is happening more and more. Okay, so let's talk about Optical illusions, like the um, the dress that someone had on social media and a lot of people got into a fight over it. This dress, is it blue and black or is it gold and white? And many people were like, the dress is obviously blue and black. 
whereas the other half was like, the dress is obviously white and gold. How you see that actually is determined by your brain. Are you left brain, right brain? Because one half of your brain is responsible for holograms and hallucinations and optical illusions. And one half of your brain is responsible for more logical things that are rooted in what we view as reality. So are you left brain, right brained? And how young is your brain? Because they have tests online. How old are you really? You know, you're supposed to put down your physical age like me. I'm 48. And I take the test and they'll say, well, you're actually 72 or you're actually 18 or you're actually more like 29. So how old is your brain? Actually, okay, because you can hack into your brain. You can program your brain and you and it changes it it adapts it adjusts but the healthier the brain is the easier it is to do these things okay so um front frontal temporal dementia alzheimer's disease affects millions of people it is a neurodegenerative disease that can actually attack the gray matter and reduce it and affect the white matter as well. And having a healthy blood-brain barrier helps you recuperate from a brain trauma. Okay, you know, sports is very popular. Let's say, the, you know, you're a baseball player and the pitcher throws it and um, you get hit in the head. Ooh, or what about soldiers caught in a blast? And they receive brain trauma. Or what about boxers and football players that are constantly taking hits to the brain? Being vegan, eating an all-plant-based, fruit-based herb, nuts, seeds, actually helps the brain deal with damage and recuperate. Okay? you need to actually consume certain foods for brain health, literally food for thought. Okay, I'm still at the website, humanmemory.net. Okay, right here. White matter is built of bundles of axons. The key feature is the myelin coating, which is made of lipids and proteins. And it's responsible for the axon protection and conducting nerve signals to the spinal cord fact. Now, the ventral gray horn prevents the normal functioning of motor information receipt system. So, um, muscle weakness, paralysis, all of that can be caused by damage to gray area of your brain. Now, if you've ever seen a picture of the brain, like an x-ray, it has a butterfly-like shape. That is the ventral gray horn. And it is responsible for sending nerve signals to the automatic nervous system that governs your motor controls, okay? That is your ability to just get up and walk and pick something up. Depth perception and all of those things, right? The nerve synapses, the dendrites, your cerebrum, your cerebellum, okay, every part of the brain is benefited 
from B vitamins, enzymes, omega-3 and 6, especially in the right balance, okay? And when it says that you can consume fish, yes, if you absolutely positively want to, you're a full-grown adult, I can't stop you. You want to eat fish, but let me warn you, you're consuming too much omega-6 and not enough omega-3, and you're hurting your brain. So don't, if so, if you want to eat fish, don't do it because you're thinking you're helping your brain. Because I hear a lot of people say that a lot. Tori Amos, who is a famous singer and pianist, and I love me some Tori Amos, she wanted to play the pipe organ, and she had not done it in a long time, and she was doing it as a request for a fan, and she said that she was burning a bunch of brain cells trying to um, remember how to play the pipe organ. And she said, that's okay. I'll make up for it. I'll eat some sushi later. And everyone in the audience started laughing. But the thing of it is, is that is the mentality. A lot of people go, hey, I'm going to eat some fish and it is going to repair my brain fallacy. You're consuming way too much omega-6, not enough omega-3, 25 to 1 ratio when it's not supposed to exceed 4 to 1. So you would be better off if you ate a whole bowl of spinach and one little sliver of fish, or you would be really, really awesome if you just ate the spinach, threw in some kale and say a light vinaigrette with some chia seeds in it and just leave the animal fat and the animal protein out altogether and just go vegan. Because if you go vegan, not only will you improve your overall health, but you'll keep your brain young and live a longer, better life. Imagine that. Plants, herbs, nuts, seeds, fruits. Going vegan keeps your brain young and fights off Alzheimer and dementia. Who would have thought the power of plants would be so far-reaching? So literally, food for thought. Food for thought. Your brain needs food to do what it does. Your brain is by far the most important thing in you. Protect it. And part of how you're going to protect it is keeping your blood-brain barrier healthy. And notice, the only time I mentioned any kind of animal protein was fish. Beef never made the list. Pork never made the list. Chicken never made the list. Quail, turkey, none of those things made the list. The only thing they popped up was oily fish. The only thing. Think about that for a second. I appreciate all of you listening. Once again, this was fun. I'm your host, That Vegan Jedi, live from Orlando, Florida. Thank you very much and have a wonderful and blessed day.